Welcome to Maldorma TV, I'm Tobias Alber, and this is episode number 9. And I am Magnus Alber, and in the previous episode we talked about a journey where we first covered Tobias part of it. And today we're going to cover my part of it, because we had kind of different experiences, so we decided to split that journey into two parts. Usually we often experience pretty much the same thing, but not this time. Yeah. Um, the previous experience, uh, or the experience I had, was uh, the ex- Martinez explanation, basically. Yeah. Um, These different layers of consciousness, yeah. or the different layers that consciousness travel through. Yeah, so, yeah. We talked about how when, well, consciousness do this kind of evolution. Yeah. Through first the unconscious part through the physical world, and then we reach... A point where we, where we realize what we are and become conscious, mm. cosmic conscious, as Martinus called it, and then the evolution actually continues in the spiritual world. Even though you know what you are, you still have to evolve to the perfect divine state. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, something I think we should look forward to this coming awakening of mankind. Yeah, and we have had glimpses of it. Yeah, and just these tiny glimpses have been truly mind-blowing and i would say ten thousand times more fantastic than the happiest moment in my physical life yeah it's i mean something that you one of the experiences or just one of these experiences will be enough to just make you change your life or your worldview directly instantly it's such a powerful experience once you have this uh yeah kind of mind-blowing yeah, and as I said in the previous episode, Tobias told his story about what he experienced. And now we're going to go into what I received during this same journey that we talked about in the previous episode. Yeah. And as we said in the previous episode as well, that from this journey and forward, the kind of, the experience has kind of shifted towards being experiential to more getting more information and receiving messages from the spirit world Mm. and i think that's uh kind of fascinating i mean it's this is when the when it really opened up when we really got these yeah just mind-blowing information basically from these beings it's uh yeah it was amazing they started to explain how our consciousness works and things like that and we're going to dive into that to some extent today the beginning of the explanation, at least, it just became more and more deep and fantastic from my point of view, at least. Yeah, and what I think is really interesting about this uh, this information that we have received, it's uh, from my point of view, I haven't studied that much spirituality at the time, so it was quite interesting that the information that we both received was in line with what other people have taught teached out throughout the years yeah. i mean all the spiritual teachings it is in line with what we have what you can read over uh, there what other people have received and the explanation for that of course is that the truth have been out there for quite some time yeah. and this was partly as confirmation of all the mm. truth that have been circling around for ages yeah. but there's also a lot of new stuff that i have never encountered before that is mm. really interesting especially when it comes to what consciousness and the self is and how it works and all of that so yeah i i yeah. think a lot of the the information that is available out there isn't um, it isn't explained in a modern day language i think think that is yeah. a lot of the problem so the information might be out there but it's yeah. not explained in a really good way i think yeah. and i think that's something we have received something very modern look at it and i also noticed that when i have got a piece of information from the spirit world often i encounter it in some kind of spiritual literature afterwards or yeah just as they kind of give it to me and then give me confirmation about it later yeah on. yeah it's a, like synchronicities yeah so but I think we can, we kind of got used to it, <laughs> yeah, and accepted it. That's the way it is. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, this uh, in this journey, it started off kind of light for me. I didn't really get in contact with the spiritual world immediately, mm. but it was as if I had a small channel to the spiritual world, and I was downloading 
small bits of information. Yeah. It wasn't like it was being talking to me that I have experienced so many times later on and mm. also a few times before this journey. But I was downloading small pieces. And the first piece that I got during this journey was this beautiful quote that they said, to find God, follow what is beautiful. To be God, see that everything is beautiful. Mm. And what I meant with it is that when you start your spiritual journey, follow what you find is beautiful, what gives you inspiration and put you in the state of awe. Yeah. It could be you follow music that you find beautiful or spiritual teachings that you find beautiful, people, mm. uh, nature. But the more you evolve on your spiritual path, you will see that you will find more and more things beautiful and yeah. like divine. And eventually you will include everything in, in that. Mm. And when you see everything as beautiful and divine, that's when you have God's eyes. That's when you have reached the point where you are basically God. Yeah. I think uh, when you say every, see that everything is beautiful, I just uh, think back about my the experience I had when I had my awakening. Yeah, that's the thing that I saw during that one week. Yeah, I saw the divinity in everything. Everything yeah. looked beautiful. Like even my old uh, ugly couch was beautiful when I looked at it. Yeah, and an ashtray. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, everything. And you. I think it's the same thing with psychedelics. Once you go into the psych- psychedelic ex- experience and really transport your consciousness to this higher yeah. state of consciousness, everything you look at will look a little bit more divine. Yeah. Uh, and when you have this, when you have God's eyes yeah. or perspective, you will see that even evil people are beautiful in, mm. in the way they're just lost. And yeah. you love them for what they are. But the meaning of this quote that I received was that in the beginning, before you can see everything as beautiful, mm. go for the things that really inspire you. Yeah. Because that will that will make that quality in you grow. Mm. And you will take in more and more into what you perceive as beautiful. Yeah. So you should follow the things that really inspire you, basically. I think that's that's. A great quote because yeah. once we ha- when when you have these kind of experiences when you are in the presence of beauty for example yeah. if you're standing out under the stars and it's just a perfect evening and yeah. it's just a, a beautiful moment there's almost like you can feel a higher consciousness yeah. when you're in this in this beauty when you experience situations that put you in the state of awe yeah that's right. Re- really, you are getting in contact with your hmm. divine spark. You, you yeah. could say, and the more you and the more often you do this, the more you establish yourself in that hmm. state of mind, and it will grow and take in more and more aspects of reality in it. I just remember the first time I saw the deep space photograph. Uh, I think it was a famous photo. I, call, I think it's called deep. Deep field or deep space. Okay, I, I don't know what uh, it is. It's uh, when they first just pointed uh, the Hubble telescope yeah. on a, what looked like just a black spot. Yeah. And I uh, was just bringing in the light from this single spot. Okay. And when they got the result, they saw, I mean, just a mo- huge amount of galaxies and everything. Wow, yeah, and yeah. you could really, for the first time, I think get an understanding of how how just vast the universe actually yeah. is. And I remember when I watched this, that photo, there was yeah. a feeling, like you said, when you follow what is beautiful, you get a certain feeling. And that's what I received when I looked at that photo. Like a, you get a feeling of that there is something bigger. Yeah. There is something far more... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's more out there than... What it looks like yeah. at the first glance, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was the first message that I kind of downloaded from the spiritual realm during mm. this journey. And then I had, I started to think about alchemy. And in alchemy, the goal is to produce something that is called uh, the Philosopher's Stone. And legend says that if you eat the Philosopher's Stone, you will be young forever you will become immortal and don't you won't age and you won't become sick and things like that yeah 
And me and my friend, we had actually been quite interested in in this uh, field for a while and studied it mm. as a hobby ma- mainly. And I now when I had had contact with the spiritual realm, I asked them about, well, is it possible to produce the Philosopher's Stone? Is it real? Yeah. Uh, but I didn't answer my question because they said something else. Instead, they say, don't bother about, you know, trying to become immortal. Mm. That's unimportant. So they never said it, it was not possible, and perhaps it is, perhaps not, but it doesn't really matter because they was quite firm on, don't don't try to live forever. That's actually going against the divine nature of yeah. things. Because Then they said, gave me another quote where they said kind of, Every experience that you encounter, mm. take part in it, enjoy it, and then let it go. And it in, this includes your body. Yeah. Because the divine state, the divine way to experience creation mm. is to just let it flow, yeah. flow by. Don't hold on to anything. That's actually going against the natural way of experiencing. Yeah. And... As soon as you try to hold on to things that will create suffering, mm. because as Buddha said, nothing lasts. Everything in the exp- in the physical world or experience, even in the spirit world, mm. nothing lasts. Because we talked about this in the previous episode. Cre- the, cre- the experience must forever change. It has to flow like a river. Because if it's static experience i mean experience is mm. change mm. that is what it's movement and that's the way we evolve as well we yeah. need to have these different uh, different experiences yeah. in order to evolve and i think if you yeah i agree i don't think it's uh, meant that we should stay in this physical body forever uh, yeah. that's even if we could uh, i don't think that's the way it should be and they told me that let the body age, and when it dies, just let it go. Mm. You will have another body in your ne- next uh, incarnation yeah. that will give you a new experience that will be greater, and you will learn a lot of more things than than if you would have stayed in the same body yeah. forever. So they were quite firm on this. Don't hold on, not even to your body, not mm. to, even to this life. Let it go. Just meet, and you will feel when it's time to go. And that's... That's the thing with all kind of experience. If it's a relationship, I mean, mm. if it if a relationship breaks, yeah, it was meant to happen. Let it go. See what's ahead instead. Don't look yeah. back and feel bad about the past. Just be here now and take and enjoy what's given to you and mm. without attachments. That's easier said than done, but that's the way we must learn how to live. Yeah, and I think if you look at it from, I mean, every experience has has to come to an end. But yeah. when that experience ends, there's a beginning of a new one. So yeah. I mean, you shouldn't attach yourself to those those ideas. And I, I think it's uh, I think it was the Dalai Lama who said uh, when asked about dying, and he said, "Well, that, that's absolutely fine. I mean, now I'm getting old. I mean, it's it's quite good if I die. I get a new body, yeah. much healthier body. This one is starting to grow old. I'm yeah. having trouble moving around. Yeah, not as fast as I used to be. So it's it's not that bad. I, I I'm reborn again. I get yeah. a new body. That's that's fine. And I know Buddha also said that attachment, clinging to things, creates suffering because yeah. nothing really lasts. And we talked about it in the pre- previous episode as well that everything is actually kind of an illusion and. Mm. It's only when we really think this is real and that if we lose this, we don't, we don't, when we're unconscious, we don't actually know what will happen in the future and that yeah. scares us. But yeah. so we are actually scared of what might replace this experience. But mm. if we trust God, trust in the universe and trust that something new and better will come, that's, that's the way it's going to flow. That's yeah. the, the, if you have that approach, that's how life will unfold. Yeah, and I think the common belief is that we are our bodies, and I, yeah. I think that creates a huge problem. Yeah, because that makes us really 
yeah, we do everything to stay in the body. Yeah. But I mean, if you change your mindset, if you come to the realization that you are not your body, then it, yeah. the body is not a big thing anymore. You exactly. can let it go. Yeah. And um, so what happened next? This kind of exp- uh, these um, messages was I kind of downloaded them. I didn't feel mm. a direct connection to to an individual on the spiritual plane, but then they kind of took contact with me and talked to me directly. I, I could hear their voice yeah. talking to me. Yeah. Just have to mention, it's kind yeah. of funny when you when it starts happening. You can almost feel when the channels start to build up, yeah. or I think you mentioned the spine, and you start twitching, and you just kind of like you're getting into position. And when yeah. everything opens up, this channel just starts begin to talk to you. Yeah, it's uh, and interesting. It kinda, for most part, it kind of sneaks up on me. Yeah, and suddenly I just I think it's my own thoughts, and then I feel the thoughts are kind of forming by themselves and. Mm. I'm downloading these messages and yeah. Yeah. And then it's quite clear that it's someone else controlling it. And yeah. So that's how it all usually works for me anyway. Mm. So what happened after this, I started to have a very uncomfortable and unpleasant experience. Okay. Much like the one you talked about in the previous episode where you talked about how you in the back of your eye could see this, yeah, this... nasty... Uh, worms or snakes or whatever yeah the snakes about. and there's also like shadowy figures uh, yeah. that i really couldn't see but felt like there was negative yeah. beings in the nearby yeah so what happened during this uh for me and perhaps this was exactly the same time as you i don't know yeah. they usually are quite synced mm. anyway i think my first uh messages was actually before you had tuned in i yeah. think i was quicker than you this time to tune in so perhaps we were kind of synced with uh, this uncomfortable yeah. zone that we both uh, encountered during this journey. Yeah. Yeah. But what happened was that I was in kind of in the at the side of my in inner vision. I saw some kind of spiders crawling. I was thinking, what hell is that? Mm. And I was kind of nasty, and I f- felt really uncomfortable about this insects. Uh, moving around there and I think what is this and I thought well I, I'm not going to be afraid about it I'm going to look at it and see what the hell is this Yeah. and confront it so I looked at it and it was kind of worms and it wasn't really any insects or parasites that I had ever seen in the physical mm. and then the spirit being started to talk to me and said well what you're watching now is kind of spiritual parasites Right. They don't have a physical manifestation like parasites in the physical world, yeah. but they are animals from the animal kingdom, but they live in, at another plane of existence. So they're not spiritual in the sense that they are highly evolved. Yeah. These are just as, you know, physical parasites, but they, they, we can see them. And they feed off negative emotions on humans mm. or animals. Okay. And they told me that when a person is depressed and have, you know, negative feelings such as fears, sadness, these parasites cling to that individual and feed off that energy, that negative mm. energy, and actually enhances this energy. Okay. And makes it, makes it stronger. It kind of pulls that individual down even further in mm. in its misery. Yeah. And this can happen to, especially if you are very vulnerable and quite sad and mm. afraid these they can come and kind of grab a hold on you and you know you won't know it because you are not we don't see them physically yeah but i mean once you if you are depressed i mean i've gone through it um earlier stages of my life uh, for example uh, i mean if you feed a negative thought what you're saying is that like these negative parasites feed into that negativity yeah. and attach themselves to your negativity. Yeah, they eat of it. Yeah. That's that's what I actually get the energy from. Okay. Uh, and uh, I know this sounds sound strange, but this is actually not something new. This is known in many cultures, especially mm. in older cultures they talked about this, and often they are called demons. Yeah, and I mean, even if it's they are real or not, it's... It's symbolic of what happens. I mean, on how it is. Once you go into a well, depression or negativity, you 
you can almost feel like there's a spiral where you're just going further and further down. Well, actually, they are real in the sense as we are real. I mean, yeah. we have physical bodies. Animals have physical bodies. Yeah. They are just the same. Mm. But in the end, all of it is an illusion, Yeah, including them and us. So they are just as real as we are. Right. Or unreal, if you like. Yeah. They actually showed me that in reality, there is only one self. One, and you, We are all the same. We are all one consciousness. So you are actually creating this and you are these mm. parasites. They are physical manifestations of your fears and mm. negative feelings, basically. Yeah. But they have an individual experience separate from you. They are conscious, mm. uh, as I understood it. So... And they said that, well, these parasites are actually what from uh, have been told, have been called de- demons from time to time and things like that. And they are, when they showed me how in nature-based religions, all the shamanic religions, mm. they knew about these and psychic people can talk about these kind of parasites from time to time as well Yeah, here in the West. But they told me about especially in nature-based religions and shamanistic religions, the shamans do rituals to get rid of these mm. parasites. Yeah. And they told me that that's actually not necessary because the only thing you need to do to get rid of them is to change your mindset from a fear-based, depressing one to mm. a positive. And these beings will no longer... They will not be able to feed off your of you anymore because you don't have those feelings and it doesn't so it's just the only thing you have to do is to shift your emotions mm-hmm. and try to get rid of the negative emotions and go into a positive state of mind and yeah. they will immediately go to someone else and feel their energies yeah and i think it's important i mean this is probably going to sound people who are depressed when when you tell them this it's uh, i know uh, it's very hard to hear but yeah when you say that, I mean, depression is a choice, a little bit. I mean, yeah. there are circumstances which can make you depressed, but it's ultimately your choice yeah. if you become affected by these circumstances. Yeah. So you have a choice if you want to be depressed or not. I mean, yeah. it's hard to say it like that, but yeah. in the end of the day, that's... Happiness is. is a choice, but it's not always an easy choice to make. No. and. It has a lot to do with ego and mm. feelings of unworthiness, and and you can't you you feel like a victim, the victim yeah. victim role yeah. that a lot of people embody, and and that's not easy to get out of. So, yeah. but in in the end, if you really analyze it, it is actually a choice. Yeah, I mean that was what it was for me at least. I mean, I yeah. when I was depressed um, <laughs> and suffering for so long. Yeah. Ultimately, it came down to I, I can't, I don't want this anymore, no. and I just shut it down, and I decided I'm not going to be depressed anymore, yeah. and that's when it started changing. Yeah. You need, really need to make the decision. Yeah. But uh, the beings continue to talk about this with shaman, shamanistic religions that yeah. when they use their rituals to get rid of the parasite, it actually worked. Yeah, because what happened, even though they did not know this. Mm. Was that when a per when the victim was in this ritual, the ritual actually changed that person's mindset. Yeah. Because the victim thought that well, this will heal me, and kind of is kind of a placebo effect. Yeah. Basically, that okay, it healed me, and now I feel better. Mm. But it was only a choice. Yeah. The choice to believe in the ritual that 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 would make. So. The being told me that rituals are absolutely obsolete. You don't need them. Mm. We are evolved now, as and we only we we can understand that we all don't have to do any rituals. The only thing we have to do is change our mindset, and it will change. Yeah, like take that. control of your consciousness. Yeah, That's take control of your consciousness because you are basically letting these beings in when you are mm. having these feelings, and they're not dangerous. Well, they enhance the bad feelings but as soon as you change your course they are going to disappear and they also told me that there are actually bigger parasites on a global uh, scale as well the collective 
fears of um, humanity mm. okay. invites bigger parasites that are feed of the collective fields as well. And I, and I understand that this is perhaps too much to take in for some people, but that's what was, they were telling me. And the physical manifestation of this is, of course, corporation and governments that destroy our planet and things like that. They are yeah. kind of manifestation of, manifestations of our collective fears and mm. and things like that. And there are also big spiritual parasites. And yeah. when we change, these problems will go away by themselves. These corporations will fall apart and mm. governments will fall apart and just that's vanish. What, yeah, that's why I think it's the most important thing that you can do or the biggest contribution you can do to society is to work on yourself, yeah. to get rid with all your fears. That's how we collectively i mean yeah. if we were collectively with ourselves yeah. we go inwards and we get rid of our fears the end result the outer ex- result will be a more positive one yeah. there's this famous quote i don't remember who said it but it could have been gandhi yeah. that if you want to change the world start with yourself yeah yeah and that's really true because when you change yourself you take away uh, a chunk of the negative force from mm. the collective yeah and the more people that do that it will fall apart basically yeah. so work with yourself that's actually contributing to the whole mm. so that was the another message that i got and they also told me that physical illnesses are part of this as well that fears of you know like dying or fears of especially fears of letting go of the physical that we are attached to the physical to our bodies we're afraid of dying because we don't know what's going to happen. We're afraid of all kinds of things in the mm. physical. This will create illnesses of all kinds. Yeah. The ego will create illnesses that strengthen, strengthen our attachments to the physical. Yeah. Basically. And I think, I mean, a lot of the physical harm that you have, yeah. it can be, through science as well, be shown that having a being depressed and being stressed can result in physical harm as well so for for instance if you have a fear of death and go around and have a fear-based life that might may actually invoke a disease like cancer where your fears are actualized Mm. and you become even more afraid and it's just a downward spiral and so our mindset affects our physical body yeah because our physical body and i will go into this in a later episode is a direct expression of our consciousness mm. it's a physical manifestations of how our consciousness works basically yeah so what you are in your consciousness will manifest as a physical will have a physical representation that's the way it is mm. and they also told me that there's a lag from the spiritual to to the physical. Mm. So if you change your mindset, the physical illness will not uh, go away immediately. It will stick along for a while before it leaves. Yeah. And there's a reason to that why this uh, lag is there. And we, we don't need to go into that really, but it has to do that if our, it could have disastrous consequences if our, Consciousness, consciousness manifested its fears immediately. Yeah, that could be quite disastrous. Yeah, and this lag will disappear when we go from unconscious to conscious, because when you're conscious, you won't create any mm. disharmonious uh, situations. Yeah, so but uh, you're yeah. not allowed to have this instant manifestation until you're ready for it. No, so as long as we are unconscious, th- this lag will. Be with us, and even when we are wake up, yeah. And as long as we we're left in here in the physical world, we will have to live with this lag. But you don't mind when you're awake and enlightened. Mm. But as soon as you die, you will you will leave the physical world because you have kind of graduated yeah. out of the physical school, so to speak. Yeah. So that was um, one of the. Another of the things that I got. Then they came to the thing that I really was interested in. Yeah. The the last uh, message that I remember when they told me this, I was so excited because I thought it was really cool at, at least. Mm. So 
what they talked about later was that they showed me how well first uh, first of all you have to understand that we're all one we're all part of one consciousness yeah and this consciousness has three different parts constantly okay so the con- consciousness we can call this the big consciousness for god mm. that's god the consciousness that is everything and knows it yeah so and this consciousness have one part of itself that is unconscious right so the conscious part no know, knows about the unconscious part but the unconscious part does not know about the conscious part yeah and we are the unconscious part we in the physical we mm. are fragments of the big consciousness who have forgotten it's true nature yeah it's true nature and the reason we have have forgotten is because you can't be conscious if there is if there isn't something that is unconscious mm. it has to be this polarity yeah that's uh, the principle of contrast. You can't know what hot is if you don't know what cold is. Yeah. So you can't be conscious if there isn't a part that is unconscious. So we are the necessity for the so the for the good part yeah. of consciousness. Okay. <laughs> but we'll get there. So you're not stuck in the unconscious part forever, fortunately. Yeah, we're starting to realizing it. Yeah, we're starting to realizing it and move over to the other side. Mm. And there, there's always a part that is unconscious. The unconscious part is infinite. There's an infinite amount of individuals that are unconscious. Mm. So, but all the individuals in the unconscious part are moving towards realization and becoming conscious. And then when you have have this realization, you understand what you are, that you are actually God, Mm. basically a part of God. And you go over to the conscious part. And that part is full of, that's kind of, the part of the God's brain that know what it is, mm. if you want to compare it to a brain. Yeah. So they told me this, and uh, the interesting thing, then they said that existence is an ongoing rediscovery of the self. And what I meant about that was that in order for God to understand what it is, mm. or he is, it's not a he, but... I, I will use that pronoun yeah. because that's commonly used. So I'm going to say he, but I mean it. Yeah. Uh, so God, God needs to understand what he is. And this is the mechanism in which this works. Mm. So we always have this unconscious part, which is full of individuals, fragments. They are actually one, but they we just don't know about it. Mm. Uh, on the in an underlying layer, we are one. Yeah. So, and the unconscious part kind of evolves toward towards realization, uh, becoming conscious. Yeah. And we slow slowly move towards that this realization through. As I, as they told me in an earlier journey that we talked about already, that mm. you will not be unconscious forever. Uh, the conscious part have planned it so that the unconscious part will meet situations. Mm. And all the situations we meet are illusory. I mean, they are it's an illusion created by the conscious part to make the unconscious part conscious. Yeah, it's uh, everything that we experience is just uh, a way of us, us coming back to the self. Yeah, we are, the conscious part have created a kind of movie that yeah. will lead us back to what we are. Mm. So... What we experience as a physical world is actually a kind of a movie screen, an illusion that we take, we think it's real. And everything is already scripted so that we will get back. We will encounter situations that will make our conscience to evolve and slowly understand that there's something more. Yeah. And at one point, we will understand, aha, I am this, I am God. Yeah. And then we'll move over to the conscious part Mm. and the interesting thing here as i said they told me this existence is an ongoing rediscovery of the self an ongoing yeah it's always happening Mm. because as i said consciousness is fragmented into individuals Mm. illusory individuals there are actually no individuality in reality but we experience that way so one day I will be become enlightened. I will have my realization, and you will have your realization one day. Mm. And so, and I, all the viewers and the viewers, all <laughs> of them will have the real, realization, yeah. but not at the same time. 
and the entire universe is full of individuals all over yeah that each or one of them will become conscious at some point so there are always individuals that are unconscious and there are always an infinite amount of individuals that are conscious that have already done their self mm. the, this great discovery of what they are i remember one thing that i that i saw or got explained to me during one experience i don't know if it was before or after i think it was after but yeah it's uh, was an explanation to this rediscovery of the self yeah. uh, what they explained it is imagine if you have a like a fishing pole yeah and you're standing here at your true self yeah. of god the full realized god yeah. being and then you throw yourself away yeah and you land somewhere where you don't see your true self anymore way out in the lake yeah way out in the lake and then slowly you start wheeling in and coming back to your true self yeah. you're constantly moving towards your true self yeah. but then you go out there to that experience and you just slowly move into the new one and once you're back into the full experience again you throw it somewhere else yeah and a new experience and wheel it back in. and you do the same procedure all over yeah. again and they explained to me what i thought was the most amazing part of this explanation was that since there are an infinite amount of unconscious individuals yeah and also an infinite amount of conscious individual individuals there is always some individual individual somewhere in the universe that is right now realizing what he or she is okay that is going from unconscious to conscious mm-hmm. and in that moment god knows what he is okay and this happens in every moment Right now, someone realized himself, and now, mm. and now, and yeah. now, yeah. and now. And they told me, this process makes God understand what he is in every moment forever. Because of the fragments realizing what it is. Mm. So each fragment, now an individual realized self, and now, and now, and now. So yeah. God, yes, I, okay, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. Yeah. So God is constantly understanding himself okay through the process of of the fragments realizing what they are yeah i guess that's necessary because if there's yeah. a gap there <laughs> god be a must, part where he did realize god himself. this one consciousness must understand what it is in every moment yeah and it, it can't be a still moment one mm. moment mm. because if it's not moving it's not an experience yeah a frozen moment is not an experience you cannot frozen you cannot uh, experience a frozen moment yeah if there isn't time is life yeah time is experience and what is time you yeah time is movement mm. so it has to move that's why yeah. it has to be this constant flow so if god if god want to realize what it is it has to be in a moment and it has to be in every moment And this is how he ha- has created the way for himself to understand what he is in every moment by fragmentizing himself into an infinite amount of fragments and let the half part evolve towards I'm this. And then you are in the conscious part, but then you'll go back and become unconscious again. So it's a constant circle of mm. going round and round. And there's always one point where there is a constant stream of people or individuals having the aha moment. Ah, I'm this. Ah, I'm this. Ah, yeah. I'm this. And this makes God able to realize himself in every moment, understanding himself. And it's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, the glimpses we have seen so far tells the story that it will be quite beautiful. Yeah, and it kind of showed me that this realization... Mm is the most that's what it's all about yeah this realization is the most powerful experience you can have and that's the it's driving force for whole the whole crea- uh, creation because what gods really want is to understand himself hmm. so the aha moment is the peak in a way when god in every moment ah okay i'm this i'm this i mean and this so god is an entity that has to realize himself forever mm. in this constant moment and i think i mean we are approaching that moment yeah that's where we are now beginning to start that journey towards yeah. our realization i think yeah. 
once that happens and on this planet uh, who knows when but yeah. i think we have begun the journey and uh, and when you become conscious you kind of merge with god mm. but not actually on one plane you merge with him but another plane you still have an individual experience but that will gradually fade away and you will actually merge completely with god in the end and then you turn back and yeah. make the journey all over because it has to be this constant movement and they showed me like two spirals meeting uh you know like a cone yeah and the tips are meeting and one cone that is going towards the middle is mm. is a physical experience just shrinking towards this realization in the end you have no choice but to step over to step over and then you step over and then you grow towards oh, yeah. god then a new spiral begins yeah then a new, new spiral a uh, growing spiral so yeah. we're in a um shrinking spiral. a shrinking spiral we are contracting yeah. towards this um, so our choices are getting lesser and lesser they only at, in at some point the only choice we have left is to wake up yeah then we wake up and understand where we are we will evolve towards the perfect state of becoming everything Hmm. So when you wake up, you understand what you are, but there's still an evolution towards really becoming it. Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, you're just beginning of the new spiral. Yeah, and you will go into that spiral and just keep growing, keep growing, yeah. and the experience will just be bigger, bigger, bigger. And that will go on for quite a while. Yeah. I mean, time is actually kind of an illusion, so it's hard to talk about time in the spiritual world. But if you want to compare it. Hmm. The physical spiral started off when we went into the physical as minerals and then became plants. Yeah. You know, the whole evolution up towards this point of humanity and then waking up. Mm. It will be millions of years in spiritual evolving and growing and growing and become mm. God. But when you wake up, it's all... It's all peach. It's all peach and upwards. <laughs> There's no suffering left. It's just greater and greater experience. Yeah. Are we going to talk about what that experience is like in the in coming episodes? Because yeah. I have received more information about that as well. But this really, when they told me this, it was so fantastic. And I mm. asked them, well, can't you tell me what I am? Yeah. I want to know now. And they said, <laughs> no, that's, that's the point. You're supposed to figure this out, what you are. Mm. We can't give you this aha, aha moment. You have to find it for yourself because that's when it's the sweetest. Yeah, that's when when you really work towards something. We can relate to that. Yeah, I mean, once you put in the effort, you work hours, hours, years, perhaps. Yeah, just put in the work, and yeah. when it finally happens, it will be so much sweeter. Yeah. and we are literally going through hell mm. to get to this, get to the, to get to paradise, basically. And yeah. hell is the physical world, and is and we are struggling and struggling. And then one day. Ah, and just yeah. paradise for a long, long time, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Yeah. So this uh, information, I was blown away. I was ecstatic for, for weeks uh, about this information. I, I really, I'm a sucker for this kind of information. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's my biggest interest how this works. Mm. Um, and they also told me uh, one more thing that there's another principle built into this system that those who have woken up will want to share it with those who are just below them. Yeah. And, hey guys, you do like this. Come mm. on. It's mm. much greater over here. And this principle is all over, you know, in the whole evolution. For instance, when the first human discovered fire, yeah, it wasn't like, I'm going to keep this a secret for myself. It's like, guys, you can burn this stuff and cook food and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you get excited when mm. you have made a big discovery and want to share it. Yeah. And that it's that the whole way. And this brings those who are, who are a little bit further will pull the people under them mm. with them mm. to and show and it works like that all the way. So that's why we're sitting here talking about now as well. Like, guys, you can have this experience with psychedelics you know, yeah yeah go and look for yourself or something like that mm. and when people are realized enlightened they will also hey the first thing first thing they want to do is to share it mm. i think that's what we touched on the on the previous episode as well with uh, historically it's been 
just a few number of people who have become enlightened. Yeah. Now we're seeing more and more uh, yeah. that will wake up. Yeah. And once that happens, these people will lift the others up yeah. and they will become enlightened and yeah. there will be more and more and it's constantly growing. Yeah. As, as, as you said, it will pull them up. Yeah. So it's a kind of pulling principle here that yeah. God is always pulling mm. these unconscious individual individuals towards him. Yeah. And it's a constant flow. So it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, really cool. And then after this uh, experience... I lost my connection with the spiritual world. Yeah. But you still was still connected. Yeah. I remember remembered. And I had another question. But since I didn't have the the connection I asked you if you could ask the spirit what the answer for my question. And I mm. and asked you how much knowledge is there to learn? Yeah. Because that had just given me this fantastic piece of information uh, i felt like how much can we actually learn mm. and what did i answer you <laughs> uh, basically there's i remember this i i went into this this time and space and i yeah. i remember asking all right I, I have a question and i i didn't have a question when i asked this okay so i just felt naturally when i'm in this presence i should ask something yeah and they just say, oh, question, question. Yeah, we have all the answers. Yeah. And they showed me a library which just continued into infinity. Yeah. And then they say, as long as you have a question, there will always be an answer. Yeah. You can ask how many questions you want. There's always yeah. going to be an answer. Yeah. But them themselves, the questions and the answers are all illusions as well. Yeah. Because the only thing that is real yeah. is the self. Yeah. And the self is not these questions and it's not those answers, uh, basically. Yeah. So that's the realization that you will have when you wake up. But the, I'm stepping ahead now, but during a later experience, they actually told me that you have to understand mm. that there is nothing to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, because you cannot really understand the self. Mm. We're going to talk a lot more about this later, so... We're not going to dive into this, but they told you that knowledge can grow indefinitely, yeah, yeah, infinitely, because there's no end to it, because yeah. it's all an illusion. We can just start to, you will always have more and more questions. In the end, you will find out, okay, mm. perhaps I, I need to look somewhere else <laughs> than outwards. Mm. And you go inside and you'll find only one truth. There's only one thing that is really true. And that's the self. Yeah. And that's not something you can understand with the intellect, as we said mm. in the previous episode. It's a direct experience. Yeah. So understanding the self is not an intellectual understanding. It's just an experience. And that's kind of funny. When I was in this state of awareness, I, I was there. I was what I... Yeah. I was in this awareness. Uh, at least I would ex temporarily yeah. I was experience it. And there I felt like, okay, so oh now I'm in this presence. Uh, so yeah, maybe I should ask some questions that I didn't yeah. know what to answer. Yeah. And they just yeah, made and fun of me. And when you told me that there's an infinite amount of knowledge, mm. it will only grow as long as you have questions, I yeah. was kind of puzzled. What? <laughs> what are you telling me? It has to be, you know, yeah. this kind of map or, you know, how it all works. But mm. in a way it is and in a way it's not. The answers are, you're going to be given answers that will lead you to the thing that cannot have an answer. Yeah. So the an the questions and answers are illusory, but they are absolutely important. Yeah, they are necessary. And necessary for you to realize. They told me during the later uh, journey that it's absolutely necessary to go through all of this, you know, asking all these questions mm. and trying to understand because that will lead you to the point where you realize that there is nothing to understand. No. You just have to become. Mm. You yeah. have to become that which you are seeking. Yeah, you cannot understand it. Uh, I usually start thinking, sometimes you need to think a lot to understand that you don't shouldn't think at all. Yeah, And that goes also with the, the, the contrast of, uh, or the, the principle of contrast, yeah. that you need all this voice in your head yeah. to finally appreciate yeah. the silence. 
So basically, the a god or the self yeah. cannot be understood. You can only become it yeah. and be it. Mm. And when you be when you are it, you know what you are. Yeah. But it's not an intellectual understanding. So you have to be it. And yeah. And they all have also talked a lot about how you become this. And but that's not for this evening's episode. Yeah. And they all, I also had another question because I couldn't really understand that at that po- point. Mm. I would understand it a few weeks later yeah. when the next journey took place and they told me a lot more about this. Yeah. But I also asked you to ask spirits about what you had experienced the previous experience about the, these colors and... Yeah, the layers. Yeah, yeah, the layers, the red and yellow and green and mm. indigo. Why these colors? Mm. Yeah, and basically what I said, I, I didn't really think about it. I just blurted out yeah. the first thing that just came out, and it was because you answered because you asked the question. Yeah, and I wasn't satisfied at all about that answer. <laughs> Why these colors? Because you have the question, Magnus. And I was like, what? Yeah. What's the, what, what the hell is that kind of an answer? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I have the question, <laughs> yeah. and I couldn't, get, I couldn't understand it, but I would understand it later. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah, because of the things we talked about now, and also they would go into this and explain this a little bit more. Hmm. I think we're going to save that to the next episode, basically. Yeah. So yeah. so perhaps it's uh, gonna wrap this up. Yeah, I think so. So yeah. thank you for watching this episode. As always, go to maldarma.com if you wanna watch the rest of the episodes. Uh, we try to put up as much content as possible. Yeah, we have videos and the books and um, yeah. little this and little that. Yeah, so be sure to uh, check out Magnus's book, The Illusion. Yeah, I've written this book called The Illusion, and it's uh, out as a physical book and as a ebook, and it's about all of these experiences, the theories that we are talking about, and it covers basically what we have been talking about and what we are going to talk about. So yeah. if you're eager to hear the rest you can check it out today if you want to and we also have as i said videos other videos on our youtube channel and we're on instagram and twitter as well yeah and i have an upcoming book as well stepping into the unknown um as as you mentioned it's uh the books are pretty much what we talk about in the podcast but i think if you read the books you get a little bit more detail yeah um, a little bit more better experience of what actually happened uh, yeah we try to cut it a bit shorter here in the podcast so if you yeah. want to really dig deep into what we have experienced and what we have learned check out the books yeah and also if you like what we're doing please subscribe to our youtube channel and like us on facebook and things like that it really helps all right yeah so i think that's it yeah thank you for today thank you bye bye